Hello, and welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Tuesday, July 4th, 2023, Independence Day. So today's poem is by Emma Lazarus, and it's called The New Colossus. Lazarus is one of those truly unfortunate figures in the history of letters. Uh, One of those figures that are all too common, someone who by all accounts is a brilliant and energetic mind uh, with an impressive body of work to their name, who's nevertheless had all of that work entirely overshadowed by their greatest success. Emma Lazarus, born 1849, died 1887, had a short but fruitful career as a poet, but also as a novelist and playwright. Uh, She rubbed elbows with other great poets of her day, including Robert Browning, and befriended several the transcendentalists, including Ralph Waldo Emerson. But today is known entirely for today's poem, The New Colossus, which she wrote to help raise funds for the pedestal that would eventually bear the Statue of Liberty. Lazarus, uh, though New York born, was the daughter of Jewish immigrants. And she became a an eager and outspoken uh, advocate for Jewish refugees in America, and even an early proponent of Zionism before that movement had much of a following or even a particular name. It's no surprise then that when she uh, accepted the commission to write a fundraising poem for the Statue of Liberty, she took up the theme of hospitality and the suffering stranger. I'll read the poem once, offer a few comments about it, and then read it a second time. The New Colossus. Not like the brazen giant of Greek fame, with conquering limbs astride from land to land, Here at our sea-washed sunset gate shall stand a mighty woman with a torch whose flame is the imprisoned lightning, and her name, Mother of Exiles. From her beaconed hand glows worldwide welcome. Her mild eyes command the air-bridged harbor that twin cities frame. Keep ancient lands your storied pomp, cries she with silent lips. Give me your tired your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. There are a few reasons that this is a fitting poem for a day like today. Not only was it written to raise money for the base of the Statue of Liberty. Uh, It now is permanently affixed to that base on a bronze plaque. 
And so it has become inseparably coupled to one of the great symbols of America, the Statue of Liberty. But also, like America itself, this poem has been interpreted in a number of ways, sometimes contradictory ways, since its original writing in 1883. To begin with, even its form is a little unexpected. It is a variation on the Italian sonnet. Unexpected for a poem that is meant to celebrate the establishment of and the ideals of uh, a very English nation. Then again, the theme of the poem largely is uh, the immigrant, the wanderer, the stranger. So perhaps picking a poet poetic form with foreign associations is appropriate. Lazarus begins in the opening lines by comparing the Statue of Liberty, uh, which had not yet been completed at the time of her writing, so it took a little imagination on her part, comparing it to the great wonder of the ancient world, the Colossus at Rhodes. Uh, if you're not entirely familiar with this famous bronze statue of uh, antiquity, it was a massive statue of Helios, sun god, that stood outside the harbor, the city of Rhodes. And Rhodes had a walled harbor. That was a fortified harbor. And the opening was uh, a narrow point between these two encircling walls. Uh, and some legends say that Colossus actually stood astride this gateway, one foot on either wall. There are some crusty historians who have uh, poo-pooed this, but what do they know? At any rate, when they began constructing the Statue of Liberty, the estimates about the dimensions of the Colossus at Rhodes were taken into account uh, and consciously mimicked so that the Statue of Liberty would uh, be roughly the same size as that older statue, uh, which no longer exists, was destroyed in an earthquake and sometime uh, in the 200s BC. No one, well, maybe it's unfair to say no one, but readers have disagreed about whether this is a positive or negative comparison to the Colossus at Rhodes. And even if it's a genuine one, the Statue of Liberty is said to be a mother and a woman in contrast to the warlike man who stands outside the harbor at Rhodes with conquering limbs astride from land to land. 
and she shall be called the mother of exiles. But some have argued, even at the time that Lazarus is writing, the settling of the American continent by the United States had produced a great number of exiles. And the nation had done a fair amount of conquering as it moved from east to west. Is Lazarus simply ignoring or whitewashing this aspect of America's history? Or is this poem aspirational, trying to paint a, a picture or cast a vision that the rest of America can see and embrace, knowing full well that that has not always been her history. From her beacon hand glows worldwide welcome. Her mild eyes command the air-bridged harbor that twin cities frame. Keep ancient lands your storied pomp, cries she with silent lips. Give me your tired your poor, your huddled masses. Here we get to what is certainly the most famous part of this poem. Uh, it's usually just these words in the voice of the Statue of Liberty itself that are quoted or remembered. Accepting, of course, the first statement she makes, keep ancient lands your storied pomp. More modern readers have also read this with a bit of chagrin, wondering if uh, America managed to avoid this herself. The ancient lands in the East are described as the lands with storied pomp. And America, in the voice of the Statue of Liberty, seems to have little time or interest uh, in gaining any of this pomp for herself. One could ask or argue about whether she has uh, succeeded in maintaining that stance. But either way, we come to the final lines, which seem rather unambiguous. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore, the homeless, the tempest-tossed. This is not a description of the exceptional, the mighty, the wealthy, but the kind of people that Jesus seemed to be talking about when he said the poor would always be with you. Nevertheless, modern readers, even some prominent uh, contemporary American politicians are sometimes taken up these final lines as a sign of or a statement about American exceptionalism. That the spirit conveyed in these few lines is what makes America great. But it's not clear that Emma Lazarus was interested in greatness. You don't become great by welcoming the tired and the poor, the huddled masses, the homeless, 
what you can become is good. And so in as much as people have argued over this poem, read this poem in different lights, it continues to be uh, this sort of timeless self-description of a nation, but timeless because time and again, it can be reread and reinterpreted as the conversation about our nation changes and evolves. And we ask ourselves what it is that we're aiming at and how well we've done achieving the thing we aimed at in the first place. The final example, uh, it's possible to read now this description of the Statue of Liberty as uh, a sort of refugee herself. She is not inside the thing that she invites people to. She holds her lamp outside the door. And there are many who might argue the door has been closed, not only to the people she invites, but to her as well. Nevertheless, she stands with imprisoned lightning, a lamp beside the golden door. And perhaps like another kind of person described by Jesus, she waits with a full lamp and a trimmed wig for the time when all wrongs will be made right and all injustices will be turned to justices. And perhaps that's exactly what a nation like ours can and should aspire to. I'll read it once more. Not like the brazen giant of Greek fame, with conquering limbs astride from land to land. Here at our sea-washed sunset gates shall stand a mighty woman with a torch, whose flame is the imprisoned lightning, and her name, Mother of Exiles. From her beacon hand glows worldwide welcome. Her mild eyes command the air-bridged harbor that Twin Cities frame. Keep, ancient lands, your storied pomp, cries she with silent lips. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support this show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. On behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.